Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's, let's get, get cozy. Guess what I did? What? <laughs> Glad you were prepared. Because <laughs> um, so Mike and I's anniversary is in February, the end of February. Yeah. And I like literally two weeks ago booked a hotel room and everything for us just because I was so excited. And like finally like it was a hotel or stayed at a hotel that I've wanted to stay at for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I was like scrolling through. I'm like, well, it's going to be fucking freezing out. Like, what are we going to do? Also, because like I want to make like a whole trip out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden I found on Instagram this like indoor skydiving place. Oh. And Mike is like kind of the person where like he's either super down for something or he's like, mm, no. <laughs> I'd be like, no, thank you, I'd watch. I will I, watch. I looked at him and I'm like, what do you think about like, because the first couple of things I brought up were like, maybe let's go to the science museum or let's go to the history museum. Like, let's go do like Is this in Minneapolis? Like, yeah, yeah. So he's just like, nah. He goes, I don't really want to go to any museums. Like, that's just not really my vibe. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm just looking at options. And then I'm like, what do you think about indoor skydiving? And he goes, you know, that actually sounds pretty fucking cool. And I'm like, mm. sold. Instantly bought tickets. Oh, my God. Hell no. That yeah. scares the shit out of me. It's, I think it's I Fly in Minnetonka is where we're going. So I can't wait to see a video of it. That's oh, super cool. I added on a picture of both of us for $3.50. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go together? I don't. Like, or at the same time I, or whatever? I don't, I don't really know, to be honest also, with you. Also, how high is it? Uh, what the fuck is this place? I don't, I don't really know. I found it on Instagram. Like, this looks dope. Show and me like, a picture of it. Okay, I will pull it up. Um... But anyways, so it's, I don't even remember how much it costs, but it just seemed like really fucking cool. Oh, I don't have it up anymore. Well, you're not on Instagram. I know, but I'll, I'm going to go to the website because their Instagram sucked. Um, and I found it on, it's like that Powell, P-A-O, Minneapolis thing. Oh, never heard that. Yeah, it's it's basically like a what to do in Minnesota or whatever, all these big cities on yeah. TikTok and Instagram. So Ooh. I found it on there. So it was like a small little clip that said like where to go. Um, hold please. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, so like we're going at like 11 a.m. that day. I'm like, perfect. We'll go skydiving and then. Oh, so it's like a simulator where like you're like floating in the air. You're yeah. actually dropping somewhere. Yeah, you're literally like they drop like the pressure or something in this room and like you're like floating or something. I don't, I honestly don't know. It just sounded really cool and Mike seems super excited about it. So I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Because I want to go skydiving so bad. And yeah. one of my bosses technically owns a skydiving company. Oh. Um, but I just have never. Well, that's gone cool. And done that's it. exciting. So <gasps> February? Yeah. Huh. You know what? Maybe that's what we should do for fun when we finally like have time to Us? work on like a blog and stuff. Let me finish. Um, a blog or something or like our Instagram a lot more. We could go skydiving with my boss and post all the content. No, leave me out of that. No. Just, you'll be fine. No, Just no, take no. some br- Dramamine. You'll be okay. No, I will literally puke on everyone <laughs> around me. The person that has to be my guy that's attached to me will literally hate their guts. <laughs> hate my guts. 
As, you know, like, as, I as like he's adventure. feeling all your guts. Yeah. <laughs> I love adventures, but not those types of adventures. You know, I already, I can hardly handle going on roller coasters. Oh, like, yeah. I love them. They're fun. But as soon as I get off, I am nauseous and puke everywhere. So mm. even if I did, like, enjoy it for the time happening, if I don't puke during it, the aftermath of it is not worth it. It's uh-huh. so terrible. When I went to Vegas, they have the... Yeah, the New the, York, New York one. Yeah. And uh-huh. I went on that and we went to eat after and I was just choking things down because I was so... And I thought I'd get better after that and I had to leave. Like we were going to go to a comedy show or go to something at that I evening. I was going to say, yeah. And I was too sick. So I was like, sorry, Spencer. Good night. I have to go to bed. So uh-huh. we didn't even get to do anything that night. It I'm glad bad. I'm glad you guys didn't end up going with Dan and I because when we went on that roller coaster, I was crying. I was laughing so hard because I think Dan passed out. Like he It wasn't that even crazy. Why no, did he pass out? I don't know. He was he, scared? He was so terrified. He was sitting there like, ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going, I'm laughing. I could literally feel the tears like shrieking down the side of my face because we we're also in the first cart yeah it I was mean, it was amazing. very like jolty and everything and it's been a hot minute since i've been on a roller coaster so like i get it a little bit i was oh. a little nervous but also oh, i was going with my little cousin and it was his first time on a roller coaster at any sort <laughs> and so i was like i got this i was like i'm not a bitch i, I can be i can <laughs> be the tough on here yeah. <laughs> jokes yeah um i fucking love a roller coaster oh like, see i valley don't. fair i i like valley scare but that's because there's less of the roller coasters mm-hmm. and more of like a haunted house i hate <laughs> scary things so i hated valley the queen scare. of halloween hates hate scary things yeah i like cute things i don't like it when people jump out and scare me oh i don't mind i like to be surprised no i pee my pants i mean i do get very scared i don't <laughs> like it as much actually either i don't know um i bought a trip to idaho this week oh <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna eat some potatoes <laughs> i know i was like the fuck am i doing in idaho why um, actually washington but we're gonna be we're flying into washington but then going to idaho i have a friend who lives there and so we're, okay. gonna, we're going to visit her um, oh my God. <laughs> in february as well oh fun <laughs> so i was like woo going to idaho <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was trying to think like how, i guess washington is pretty close like right there yeah yeah Damn. we're going to spokane and then she'll just pick us Ooh. up fun i have family that lives out there mm. cool yeah anyways <laughs> um, fun facts yeah how was your weekend oh it was so good yeah how did the holiday classic go good i'm i'm glad we did two shows because friday like it felt like we were able to like really because it, it was the first time we ever did the entire show it was mm-hmm. friday night mm-hmm. and so it was fun like being able to see it all come together and then saturday and like we had a great turnout it was good but then saturday was completely fucking night and day like everybody had their groove like yeah the jokes were landing like <laughs> people like the house was packed good. like people came they partied they drank a lot mm-hmm. my grazing boards that we did completely fucking empty like I should have prepped more, but I'm also kind of glad I didn't because when it's gone, it's gone kind of thing. Yeah. But then we, the band was doing like, he, Santa Claus coming to town, like that song. Mm -hmm. And then the next two songs were going to be sing-alongs. And the night before we just turned on like the snow machines during the sing-alongs and everybody was just kind of standing and sitting by their tables. So it didn't like have that impact. Mm -hmm. But the band, like towards the last like four songs, the dance floor was 
packed mm-hmm. with people. Like everybody's dancing, have a great time. Yeah, that's about exactly what you want. Yeah. So the second refrain in he, Santa Claus Comes to Town, I looked at Dan. I'm like, let's fucking turn those snow machines on. <laughs> and Emma literally has a video of me going like, like pointing my hand up to the sky and going now. <laughs> and so Dan flipped the snow machines on while the dance floor was packed and people just lived for it. Awesome. And a couple people have some videos. I have to work on a clip of it today. But um, a couple people have some videos of the snow machines coming on. Mm-hmm. And you can just hear the screams in the background. Because <laughs> people are like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> nice little um, surprise. <laughs> but it was so good. And then I went out to the wine cafe and proceeded to have like two drinks. And then ate an entire pizza almost. Um, mm-hmm. Besides Clifford Chestnut stole a couple pieces. Um, and yeah. And then I felt I did not drink an ounce of water. Uh-oh. All day Saturday. So it's not like that I was hungover, mm-hmm. but I had that such bad dehydrated feeling mm-hmm. Sunday morning that I wanted to die. Yeah. And I took a three-hour nap. Well, good. I really yeah. wanted a nap just this weekend and did not. Why? Why didn't you nap? What did you do this weekend? Oh, um, it wasn't anything crazy. It was getting my holiday shopping done and I had a Christmas on Sunday um, and then I have one this weekend too. So I had to kind of start and finish and get <laughs> last minute, get some stuff done. Um, and then, you know, it's a slow season. So I guess, I, you know, but I haven't told anyone like uh, the listeners, I guess. But um, since it's slow, I decided to pick up a second little fun little jab of just doing some serving and bartending cause because because you're fucking crazy. I know. <laughs> I just like the atmosphere and it's slowing down. And like way my position is now, I'm less doing that anyway. And I don't make tips, so it'd be fun to be in the service and make tips and make a little extra money because holidays are expensive and so are. Your, and your taste i was gonna yeah. say you have expensive tastes yeah we're i feel like you and i are both growing into this area where we're not spending so much money on cheap clothes and we're spending more money on nicer brand stuff oh yeah oh yeah so you no, need yeah, money I've, to do that yeah i've always kind of been that way though no not me not like, me until i met fancy not people like always fancy but friends <laughs> i learned early i feel like just because i would be buying the same thing so many times because it was just getting holes in it from charlotte roost you know Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I definitely have (laughs) some expensive taste in things. Damn. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, congrats on your new job. Yep. And then I had holiday on set, but I worked late. And then on Sunday, I had to get up early. And, you know, it was that feeling like when you do after weddings where like you've been working long and you feel like you or you went out and you feel like Mm -hmm. you're hungover a little bit, but you're not. Yeah. So I kind of felt like that just like a little exhausted on Sunday and Mm -hmm. I had to get up early and finish shopping because I forgot about a couple things. I got my nieces like a gifts together and then I forgot to get their (sighs) individual gifts. And so I was like, fuck. (laughs) So I ran to the store and got them there. their individual oh. gifts <laughs> and then i had to wrap them and i had to make food and then we had to get there and i was the first one there wow and that's not usually like me wow i mean everyone was late including me but i was the first one there yeah um, first one of being late but. yes yes and then yeah we had a good holiday and then i was gonna go home and nap and i did not i don't even know what i did when i got home put things away well you got your nails done they look beautiful Thanks. at some point in time <sighs> i got that yesterday I, I like can i touch them yeah Ooh. I got a sweater. If she's touching my sweater. Oh, I was like, I'm like, oh, it's a beautiful pattern. I like them. It's a sweater. They kind of match my middle finger a little bit. Yeah. And then I got- I'm not flicking you up. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> that's the only one I have a nail on right now. <laughs> yeah. And then I got, and I wanted them to be like matte or whatever. And so I wanted sparkles because I was trying to go between winter, 
and Christmas and New Year's because I yeah. just put them on so they're going to be through Christmas and New Year's. And I didn't want anything crazy. And I regret white, but... Oh, no, don't. I mean... It's going to get a little shitty, but like, no, yeah, look great. I've already, these sparkles, because it's like matted. Yeah. I have to wash my hands 700 times a day. Like they're yeah. already drying out because of it. Because I, my makeup or anything will literally come off on these. Yeah. So I have to wash my hands a lot, which is stupid. Um, So I have to try not to touch my face. Hand sanitizer. Just do that. That gets like all those stains out. So remember when we were oh, doing yeah. those chair covers at Fire and Ice? Yeah. Um, I had these white ass nails on that are literally grown out and need to be cut. <laughs> severely <laughs> yeah. um but they were completely blue by the time we were done putting those chair covers on yeah um and hand sanitizer worked wonderfully oh, good um speaking of my dry hands and putting on lotion <laughs> <laughs> um what was i i was gonna say something before and i don't remember what i was oh you know what one thing i like love and appreciate about being at this age in my life and stage um is literally the only person i buy a christmas present for is mike and our dog and cat Oh, like I want to get to that. Like literally Mike's side of the family for both his dad and his mom, um, their separate Christmases. We always just, everybody buys like a $10 gift. Right. So like I literally got two tiny gifts from Five Below and then we couldn't even go to Mike's side of Mike's dad's Christmas oh. anyways because his flight from Vegas didn't get, his in flight time. was delayed for three hours. Yeah. So he didn't get back in time. So we just didn't go. And I haven't done Christmas with like my side of the family since before the pandemic so it's just nice that like mike and i don't ever we buy gifts for like max and milo yeah but like they love anything that we get them yeah so it's kind of nice so when i hear you talking about having to go christmas shopping i'm like oh like i don't miss that at all right i have to like i have to get grandparents gifts my parents gifts i me and nick don't get each other gifts um but honestly my bank's happy about that (laughs) and then his my gift. sister and my nieces and there's three of them and then his sister and his parents like there's so many people your gift to each other is your love and support for each other correct yes, yes. just holding strong <laughs> yes. Woo! i mean he did tell me he's gonna pay for a trip so <laughs> okay there you go maybe i'll still see if you will <laughs> we'll see a trip to where for the wedding, then we have to go to an Arizona. I was oh, like, you can buy the plane right. tickets. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you got your new Delta card, so. Right. No, I, well, I add, added him as a secondary person onto it. Oh. So hopefully you can use that card. Can you do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. do they send him a card? Yeah. Oh. It's just like when you have kids, you know, and like you, you, and people give their kid a credit card, but it's not actually for like gas or something. No, literally can't relate to that. But no, sure, I, yes, I, I mean, you. I never had that. <laughs> my, fr- my friends did. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, oh, we grew up much differently. I no, think. I didn't have that. No, but I had some friends who did. And it's just like, you can use the card and it's the same, uh, it comes, you know, it goes onto that account, yeah. but you can only see like those transactions apparently. I didn't realize this and until someone told me that has the same card but like he'll be able to see only his transactions that he makes on the card and the balance i think or i don't even know if he'll be able to see the balance but i'll see both okay (laughs) but hopefully the delta card comes in handy because we'll be buying some buy some flights well and then once you hit that certain number you'll get an extra sixty thousand miles right and yeah that's what like if i hit like i've probably already hit it because i bought tickets and everything Mm -hmm. since i've gotten it Uh, yeah i think it's like Sixty thousand after two thousand dollars yeah. you put on it and because I hit mine that. I hit mine and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my god, I have like seventy thousand miles on my dollar does it, right now. Does like, it get you another like does it get you a flight, you think? Have you looked it up? Oh fuck yeah. Like Hell you can go yeah. anywhere. I mean you're still gonna have to pay like a couple like extra bucks. Like God, I looked at going to like 
I wanted to surprise my best friend that lives out in North Carolina and see about going and yeah. seeing her this springtime. Um, but I just haven't like found the dates and times. And but literally, I could look at let's okay. Oh, look at I already have it pulled up, Charlotte. Um, do 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 do. Yeah, forty three thousand miles. So and twelve dollars. Oh, and how many miles do you... Oh, got it, got it. Cool, cool, Yeah, so literally, like, every flight's going to be a little bit different, but I have... How many miles do I have right now? I have... I have 73,516 miles. Shit, nice. Well, speaking of money, today's topic... And spending money. (laughs) We're going to talk about tipping. (laughs) How to do it, when to do it, who to do it to. Yeah. And tips and tricks that are going to help you kind of along the Mm -hmm. way. So we found some stuff online, but we also are just going to give you our opinions of what we think from being in the biz a little bit. Mm -hmm. I will say, too, this is like the one episode that we've actually had a lot of people ask about, too. Mm -hmm. And by a lot of people, I mean like three. But (laughs) you know who you are. (laughs) But it is... It is something like I remember like when I was planning my wedding and helping like one of my friends plan their wedding. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, how much do we do for this person? How much do we do for this person? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I literally, I honestly don't know. But it's also one of those where there's not a there's not a certain one that you say okay this person you do this much this much you do this much because for one most of them are percentages of how much you paid for that service Mm -hmm. and it's all up to your own discretion because it's not mandatory Mm -hmm. so um we have we found some online some good like uh, tips and tricks yeah tips and tricks of of it so like the first one was take a good long, long hard look at your contracts because inside of them they can have either requirements that you're already going to have to pay a certain gratuity mm-hmm. or service charge or um that it's not included and you can choose if you want to or not yeah you know I, I double do it yeah i would say i feel like for most contracts it's probably going to be in like your venue your food your bartending that's probably where it's mostly right included but or, who knows yeah and i guess i don't think any in this area would say like it's required where it says like hey you're not charged a certain amount but you will be required later on mm-hmm. i feel like it's automatically roped in when they're like hey okay you will be doing this percentage for this service or something yeah. right off the bat yeah. so basically if it's not in your contract you don't prob- have to it's not mandatory yeah so that means that you don't yeah unless you want to mm-hmm. um and then I think this one's a good tricky one is the word service charge versus gratuity Um, because they can mean the same thing, but they can also mean different. And every company has it up to their own discretion about how they Mm -hmm. distribute said service charge. And like you had a great when we were talking about this, you had a great story about like how you've seen other venues do it versus the way Chancaska does it or mm-hmm. the Capital Room does it. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's some places that have a service charge and it's not necessarily meaning that it's going to the staff that are working. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be going back to the company or something like that. And yep. so just knowing like where that charge is going to, I think luckily her and I can both say for our venues that when there's a gratuity, like we have an 18% gratuity on anything that's hosted for the bar that Mm -hmm. is going straight to the staff working. We don't, you know, the company doesn't take a cut of that or anything, but some companies do. Yeah. I think, yeah, ours, most of it goes to like the bartenders, but then we also have a little bit that goes to like the people that flip the room and the Mm -hmm. people that are bussing tables and washing dishes. And then a little bit to like your manager on that day or your managers that are on that day, just because... One, in this industry, it's hard to find people to work already. Mm -hmm. 
And if they're working their asses off and not benefiting from it, they're not, they're not going to come back to work. Right, right. And I mean, you can pay them an hourly wage every day, but mm-hmm. when they see that extra like $45 on their paycheck, they're like, oh, yes, yeah. this is At great. Least it's something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. okay. Number three, we thought was interesting not interesting but like that helps with like everyday life is you are not required to tip business owners i think that one's just like a good one to talk about because yeah like you said it doesn't always affect for weddings but in your daily life too for like weddings you know you might be like a photographer usually Mm -hmm. for the most part a lot of them in the area are their own boss. It's their own company. But, you know, there are larger photographer companies where they do have, you know, other individual photographers. And so, like, looking at that, I would say. It's like, so when it's, Dan Dinsmore had his photo studio, nobody mm-hmm. ever tipped him because he was Daniel Dinsmore. Right. But then if you were shooting for him, yeah. then it's more of like, maybe you should tip her because. She's a, just an employee. Like, cause yes. even though, like, I charged a certain amount for those weddings, I only got x amount right but Mm -hmm. i also was paid an hourly wage to like edit and that shit so it all kind of like evened out at the end right but even back then tipping wasn't really as big of a thing yeah so and i mean like i'll go and get like my eyebrows done or like when i used to get eyelash extensions and the person that was doing my the service on me they are their own individual business usually and it was always confusing like do i tip because it's actually already going to that person or do I not like do I have to or do I not and so like this okay this thing says technically you don't need to tip the owner of the business they're just their employees the thought of the process behind this is that you're already paying for what the business owner has deemed an adequate price for their service however feel free to ignore this rule if they rock your socks off so I just think that's a really good way of stating that because Mm -hmm. like right their prices is set for a certain reason and so it mm-hmm. should be fine so like when i go and i get the owner i don't necessarily mean that i should tip them but then again if they're doing services just as often as their employees are then it's like well then maybe they do i don't know it's not there's not I, like an answer yes or no to it yeah i don't know i've always just kind of been on the rule of thumb is if i'm happy with the results tip them yeah um yeah. if i'm not happy with the results and it is the owner just don't go back i don't know (laughs) right not that that's ever happened but like maybe if there's someone who's listening if they are a business owner and this maybe they could write in um to our like instagram or something or write into us and let us know so we can share that Mm -hmm. because it'd be nice for us to know more yeah because neither of us own businesses besides this podcast Um, okay. And then number four was prep tips in advance. And I kind of like that this one ties back into our episode from two weeks ago Mm -hmm. where we were talking about overlooking things Mm -hmm. like, yeah, prep those tips, put them in an envelope, hand them to your personal attendant to hand out. So we're not like, you're not waiting and worrying about it the night of. Yeah. It's already handled to worry and think about it. Um, and that is episode 27. So overlooking items on your wedding day. Yeah. So go back to that one for the full deep dive Mm -hmm. one last thing to stress about yes okay and then lastly they said um that unless it's built in your contract tipping is not mandatory and we've already hit on that and so i think that's just important to know that like know what it tipping's not something you uh, you have to do for everyone and maybe there's certain ones that you're going to choose to do that for or not or like there's some that we'll probably go into so maybe i'll just wait actually never mind yeah but i think that one is important but also at the end of the day these people are taking out time of their lives to be a part of your day. So that, that, no. 
but they're getting paid already yeah. at their amount. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I was just starting to think I'm like, no, that sounds dumb. Don't right. say that. This right. is literally what we get paid for. I think if they knock your socks off or you feel like they really helped you, impacted you, or did more than they were supposed to, mm-hmm. then it's a nice token of appreciation to yep. give a thoughtful gift or uh, money monetary value something yep. like that yeah exactly okay so we did a attempt at a breakdown of like what vendors you should tip and how much you should tip them mm-hmm. um that but this is all just off of like what we've found what we yeah. think it's all disclaimer like nothing is set in stone yeah take our word for it or not our opinion also does not matter when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Well, so, we hope it does, but, but, not, but also, we're not, it's not ours or nothing. Yeah. Or and where you're getting married also makes a difference, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of this that we're going to, we found versus what we think is going to be different from each other because some of the information is going to be like US wide mm-hmm. and it's a lot different when you're planning a wedding on the West Coast or the East Coast versus, you know, small town Mankato or you yeah. know, just Minnesota yeah. in general. I would say middle of southern Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So according to the statistics, what should you tip your wedding planner? And so it says that you should do about 10 to 20 percent or up to $500 or a thoughtful gift. Yes. And that means percentage of what you paid, what the fee was that you paid for their Mm -hmm. service. Mm -hmm. So if you have a $1,500 wedding planner, then you do, you know, depending on how well you think they did, you would do whatever you feel is deemed necessary. Oops. Um, And just also note that like wedding planners and like your day of coordinators and stuff like those ones are more optional. Yeah. Um, again, I think it's different though when you have a large company and you're working with the owner, you're probably not expected to tip them. Right. But if it's like Megan Bennett that works for the Capitol Room, like under the Capitol Room, sometimes like a tip is nice. Right. And like with, I think in ours is weird too because n- nowhere on the th- stuff that we found was like just venue coordinator. So yeah. like when you're wedding coordinating, that's more obvious and knows. Mm-hmm. But like for me and like Chris, we don't necessarily get tipped out very often. Yeah. And there's, there was one year that was like more standard, but it's been less of that lately. But like that's also hard to say. Okay. We, you know, you're in the event center and you want to, you say, yeah, we did a great job and you want to tip us. It's 8,000 on a Saturday in the event center. And God damn it. I'm trying to do math at the same time as I talk. Like that's 10% of the venue is excessive of what you're yeah. going to be tipping. That's so a like huge tip. Yeah. So like that's not necessarily, I don't think you'd go by percentage. I And it says up to 500, but like also mm-hmm. if I got a $500 tip, which I have before and I'm like, holy shit, thank you very much. Oh I've literally cried yeah. in front of people. Like literally a mom handed me an envelope or literally just handed me a wad of cash one day and it was a wedding that I worked my ass off on mm-hmm. and I, she handed it to me and I literally started sobbing Mm -hmm. and she goes you did a great job it's fine and i'm like (laughs) i just love being appreciated see i never look and like i just take it and never look at it so i wouldn't i never have a clue how much i get until they leave well i I didn't know either but she literally like had a wad of cash so i didn't know how much it was i just thought it was like a couple hundred bucks or something Mm because they had also already tipped me the night before yeah yeah so it was like extra and i'm like hmm 
okay i'm gonna go yeah. cry so my that car. was a lot um but i think that like a hundred like even if they get in like a hundred bucks or something that is also sufficient mm-hmm. it's like oh wow thank you and even for like coordinators too i yeah. think that a hundred bucks sounds great like 500 yeah. is like holy shit thank you very much but like anywhere like from like the 50 is nice even or like a little gift or something like oh see I've, even like little gifts are kind of yeah. nice like and i got one that was actually really thoughtful and it was like a uh, they had so everything was like Iowa themed at their wedding and uh, they are from Iowa they are like just like Iowa fans and I and it was all Iowa stuff like they had a, a candle that was made in Iowa and it says Iowa on it and it was so cute and like everything they did was from like their hometown or just like cute. local and then a little gift card from somewhere in, like in town and so like that was even cute that was cute too because it was mm-hmm. meaningful to yeah. them yeah I love it I love a thoughtful gift mm-hmm. okay hairstylist and makeup artist is it expected or is it optional okay now this one is what i was going to say earlier and i was like oh no we're going to bring it up anyway because when you go get your hair and your makeup done um like or go get your lashes done like it's one of those where you do the same thing as like a server like you take usually like around 15 to 20 percent and you add it on um so i think it's already standard that it just like happens and that's something that happens like the day of like you don't end up paying, like don't have an envelope ready for them and be mm-hmm. like, thank you so much. That's more of their service that they do all the time. So I just mm-hmm. feel like you add it on to their bill when, when you're paying it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Or you like you Venmo them or you give them cash or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. And then the next one is officiant. And so this one, I guess, is maybe a little bit more expected to mm-hmm. give them a tip because they're working for the church so then that would go directly to them and taking the time to do that mm-hmm. because a lot of the time people who are fishing at churches are not getting paid to do it like no it's because they're helping out the church their church and um yep. doing it yeah so they say either donate 100 to 500 to the church um either say anonymous or not you know whatever yep. you want to do yeah um but then i would yeah or if it's like a friend of the family or a personal or somebody somebody that's not a minister, man of the cloth, like mm-hmm. clergy, um, they said fifty to a hundred dollars depending on how much time you've spent with them. Yeah. So and like I would say, like I know people who I have a friend who listens to this podcast. Yeah. Um, she actually was nearby and goes to the church is right next to where we are right like next yeah. to my at Hosanna. She helps with a lot of weddings and sh- and so it would be nice like, just to pay her directly and not the church too. So like maybe mm-hmm. like a little bit of both. Like throw a hundred bucks or fifty bucks to the church and then also fifty or some to them or to her as well. So she mm-hmm. can take it home. Yeah. Um but but I'm thinking like so somebody comes to Chancasca Winery and is officiating a wedding. They're not a a pastor. Yeah they are well, I'm the ordained minister, like Megan at the Universal oh, Life Church. Oh, if you that's, were to show up yeah, and come so and do that. Just that's what I was thinking, like tipping them like 50 bucks to 100 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, for the most part, they're doing it as a friend to you mm-hmm. as like, here, we really wanted, they, we wanted you to marry us, like yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it costs over 60 to 75 dollars to get ordained and get your credentials and everything so it's Mm -hmm. not it's not free to do for one so i think like tipping somebody in that even if they are a friend of you and they're doing it out of like love and care of their heart sometimes Mm -hmm. it's nice to throw them throw them a bone or a little gift or something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unless you guys have that conversation too where i'm sure like they like when you go to a wedding you give them a gift and so Mm -hmm. maybe you guys talk it through and say hey please don't get us a gift 
I'd yeah. like you to just do this for me instead. And so then it yeah. kind of is a wash at that point mm-hmm. too. So I think it just depends on your relationship and what you guys talk about. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, and then there's also a like ceremony musician or you know, they might be your DJ already for mm-hmm. the evening too. So then that's a different one we'll come we'll, we'll get to. Um but if you have just someone playing for just the ceremony and that is it, then usually throw on like a 20, you know. Yep. Just give them a little something something. Thank you very much. Yeah. Music, singers, violinists, pianists, those yeah. people. Um okay, photographer, videographer. This one said optional, which mm-hmm. I think checks out. I agree. But yeah, it's not. I mean, I think you see it a lot more, though, now mm-hmm. that it Nowadays. is going towards more expected, but mm-hmm. not necessary. A hundred percent. Because kind of like you said before, most photographers and videographers own their own company. Mm-hmm. Now, unless you're going through like Bella Gala or like right. complete weddings requests that have hundreds of DJs and videographers mm-hmm. and photographers. Mm-hmm. but And I have, we have quite a few photographers that come to our spaces that own, it's a small business still, and they most of the time it is the owners, mm-hmm. but sometimes they have their own photographers that are coming out on their, yep. you know, for them as well. And so I just, again, I, in my eyes, I just think that if it's someone working under someone, you should throw them a little bit of something because it's not, they're not, they're not reap, reaping the benefits as the owners are. Mm-hmm. Yep. But this one said uh, 50 to $200 per vendor mm-hmm. so or per person. Yeah. Not, so if it's like you have a photographer and they have two people, throw them, if you're going mm-hmm. to do a hundred bucks, give them each 50, mm-hmm. you know, and then videographer, same thing. And even if it's something like day of the wedding, you gave them each like 50 bucks or something and then your wedding photos and your wedding video comes back and you were just like so in awe mm-hmm. with everything that they did for you, send them a thank you gift yeah, or send them a check afterwards being like, we are so thankful for everything that you did for mm-hmm. us. Like the, like you, you and we've talked about this hundreds of times, like getting a thank you note in the mail mm-hmm. or anything or it's a gift amazing. card to Starbucks, like is mm-hmm. the nicest feeling in the world. It is. And I love, yeah, I love getting them the night of and afterwards because then it's like, oh yeah, they thought of us, mm-hmm. they thought of me and um, appreciated me even after their wedding, you know, after yeah. everything settled. Yeah. Um, and this is also a nice one too to keep in mind is that if it's a photographer or videographer, um, they still have to edit your photos. Yeah. So if you give them a tip, then like... <laughs> They're probably going to get them done faster and work a little harder on them. Yeah. (laughs) So just remember any vendors that have extra work afterwards, maybe throw them a bone. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. The next one is wedding reception staff, um, which includes like your bartenders, your servers, your buster dishwashers, like Mm -hmm. those kind of Mm -hmm. people. And I think it depends. So a good example, I think, for mine, for my venue, is that when you're booking on the rental fee, there is a gratuity there. And that is going straight to, like, the certain different staff. So it's not bartenders, but it is going to be the setup and teardown. And if I have to do a flip of the room and people who are um, doing directional signage and the golf cart. And there's so many different Mm -hmm. options. um, And that's going straight to them during that. So that's already accounted for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't have to worry about, like, how many staff are you going to have on on site that day um because are they for bartenders or is it for yeah something it's, else it, it breaks down differently mm-hmm. yeah like you don't you don't see behind the scenes that i had to have so many staff there before to set up be, before mm-hmm. you arrived and everything was ready to go for you so yeah. we already take care of that because you don't see them working mm-hmm. yep yeah that's and interesting i didn't know you guys included that in or you guys had that in your mm-hmm. rental stuff um but typically like for your bartenders it's going to be that 15 to 20 percent of like your mm-hmm. hosted bar tab yeah and again 
it's like most of the places are going to have it required. Like mm-hmm. we have an 18% gratuity on any yep. hosted beverages. Yep. So right then and there, you're it's already being accounted for, so you don't yep. have to tip on top of it. Yep. Um, but a lot of the time, people will come up the night of and give, you know, a 50 for each of the bartenders just to show yep. more appreciation or something. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we, we kind of got into, like, a weird deep dive because when we were doing, like, research on this, a lot of, like, the blogging sites were talking about, like, tipping mm-hmm. your bar staff, like, X amount and then not having, like, tip jars out or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not really relatable to, like, this area because most people don't do open bars. Right. And even if you're trying to host pretty much everything and most of everything has been hosted but they're not paying for it, there always is an option where they could be paying for some things on their own. Mm-hmm. Like, with ours, like, are the shots included? Are you actually going to be hosting mixed yep. drinks or is it just beer and wine? Um, if you're doing beer, it's probably just keg beer. That means that people who want bottled beer, it's still going to be, they're mm-hmm. paying for on their own. Um, before the ceremony, you're probably going to have the cash bar where they're paying for on their own until after the ceremony. So there's always stipulations or like you get to a certain point and you reach your your hosted amount and then throughout the rest of the evening, you know, and the late night that guests are have to pay for the drinks on their own. Mm-hmm. So there's always stipulation of like having the cash bar available, which is why you'd have tip jars out too. Yep. And also, I mean, I this is one thing that I think I do um sometimes have to go through with couples and explain and another thing would be that even if you end up hosting for the majority of it but there still are a little bit of those things um they would rather not have tip jars out and they're not like out there super um your bartenders aren't walking around being like tip me please right yeah they're just sitting nice in their own little spot not like out out in front and it's another way that like showing hey a lot of people honestly are not always that good at tip they're either good tippers or they're not good tippers and Mm -hmm. there's like no in between almost and if someone is going to tip them it's because they think that they did a good job and i don't Mm -hmm. think that is fair because service industry is a hard industry and those bartenders are working their ass off from they most of mine work 10 to 12 hours and that's both friday like thursday friday saturday like it's a long time they're getting there at two o'clock not leaving until 2 a.m right and they it's and they're on their feet. It's not like they're just sitting somewhere. Like they are on their feet the whole time. And when it's a busy bar, they're working their ass off. Mm-hmm. And so if they see that and they want to say, hey, thank you for doing a good job, then and allow let, them to let, tip. Yeah, let them make yeah. a couple extra bucks. Right. Like there's, that's why I think some of those like blogging sites, you can tell like, they're, they're not in that industry. No, part. they're ba- they're past the they're past couples or they're past like mm-hmm. I don't know something and or honestly it, a coordinator just, who's just goes places and doesn't actually yeah. work behind a bar or serve food or anything. Yeah, they just see like the front end of things. They don't see how mm-hmm. the cookies are made. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not the correct term, but I don't know <laughs> the sausage. They don't see how the sausage is made. Yeah, I don't know. What <laughs> I don't know what it is. I either. get what you're trying to say. Yeah. I don't know the saying. Yeah, um, but like, you, how many times have you, you and I both been the bar has been like 10 people deep. We've both been thrown behind the bar in mm-hmm. the mix. Like, and your bartenders are just sweating and then we're sweating. And it's just, it mm-hmm. sucks. And then to have to like get through that them with them. And then they only make like 20 bucks or something because nobody tipped. Like that sucks. Then right. those people don't come back to work either. Mm-hmm. And then you have nobody to bartend your wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I just think it's, it's not a, it's when you're at a restaurant and you think that your server did so well for you, you tip 
above that, above your 20%, or even if it's a larger group, you and you already have that um, gratuity already mm-hmm. in part of it, like you have, yep. you're mandatory to pay it. Six um, more people, yeah. Yeah, and then you still tip more because they, that person did such a great job. So that's that individual's choice it. to do that. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there was one note on here that I thought that was kind of funny, and I just want to know your thoughts on this. Hmm. Uh, it said 200 to $300 to the maitre d'. Are you and I considered maitre d's? I was going to say, what's, I don't know what a maitre d' is. I always thought it was like I a front it. of house person. I'll Google it. Hold on. I, don't, I really don't know. A maitre d', I just Googled it, is a person in a restaurant who oversees the wait person or bus boys and typically handles reservations. The manager of the hotel. I'm a fucking, I'm going to I'm I'm change my name on the, my name the tag is going to say yeah. maitre d'. Maitre d', Megan. Me Chris are maitre d's. <laughs> Okay, well, let's talk about that then. Two to three hundred to the maitre d. We are not Please. making enough money. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. Even I'm. I'm the one of the harder working. I'm not harder working. Like I'm working just as hard as the bartenders, and I don't make a single tip. For, uh, we from work there. a lot harder pre-wedding, on the wedding day, and post-wedding. Right, the whole time, and I get zilch unless they are nice to me. So yeah, tip your maitre d. Two hundred to three hundred dollars. Yeah. Just kidding. Also like, known as at all your nice. venue coordinator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. I feel like this is a very like selfish episode of being I like know, right? we need money we're poor also yeah. support this podcast <laughs> right. we're so just you- gonna change our name tag so it says venue coordinator maitre d um what's another word for us event coordinator um front manager of front of house <laughs> gm yeah. uh, coordinator oh. we're gonna put so many things on there sidebar we thinking, do everything bartender thinking of podcasts and money um i saw this uh tiktok video and mm-hmm. it was just like how much money we made in a year being podcast hosts and it was like pictures of like them too i almost sent it to you but i didn't because it was made me kind of sour at the end um <laughs> but it was like a picture of them from like January, February, March. And then I had like how much money they made or spent for their podcast. Yeah. I'm like fucking relatable because I got to December and they're like negative $400. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah. This is relatable. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll get there. Fab <laughs> Fit Fun, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one is band or DJ. And so this one can be optional yet preferred. Um, and it says, we saw, we found online that it would say maybe anywhere from like 25 to 35 per person or 150 for a DJ. I don't actually have any idea what is normal. I don't, I don't either. We but should have phoned a friend for this one. Yeah, we still could if we really wanted to, but I don't really feel like talking to anybody today. <laughs> um, but actually, that sounds pretty, pretty standard because, I mean, for the most part, the musicians, the bands making all that money as a whole, they're each taking like a small percentage of that for them, but also for right. their band stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's nice to have that little bit extra on top. And then DJs, I mean, again, it's that same own their own business kind of thing if they own it themselves they're probably charging what they need to charge Mm -hmm. so it's cool to tip them but also you could probably just like yeah i'm trying like instant request for instance like they have hundreds of djs Mm -hmm. tip that dj a little bit and technically that dj is their own business owner but you didn't pay him direct that person directly so you're paying a third party and then Mm -hmm. they take a large cut of it so they're not getting paid probably as much as they would if you would have booked them directly exactly so maybe it is nice to give them a tip Mm -hmm. to make up for it yes ma'am and i also think that it's i think we should make it less taboo 
to honestly just ask your vendors like what do you typically get yes. and just ask and that doesn't mean that you have to but at least you have an idea like for your specific vendor that you know work does this every year of what they typically do or don't get or that's also where your coordinator comes in handy where mm-hmm. you do have a coordinator and you ask them okay have you worked with these people a lot a lot of the time being in the same area they've worked with those vendors before and they have a good idea or they could even ask them and then get back to you yeah yeah never be afraid to ask but also if you ask cynthia or i we're probably going to get like really embarrassed and be like huh we don't really know. We don't normally. Oh no! Get I get asked, and I say you don't have to. So, <laughs> but I'm, I'm lying. I'm, I'm like I'm usually shy about it, but I'm like you know I don't usually get tipped, but I do love it. Mm-hmm. Or just buy me a coffee in the morning. Yeah. Okay. And then we have wedding transportation, and apparently that's more of an expected one. I guess I get it. Being like an Uber driver, like yeah. you, you tip them, so why would not you tip them for a larger, yeah, group? Yeah, like maybe like fifteen to twenty percent is what it is what we found. I was, yeah, I was gonna say I don't really I don't know, know besides like fifteen. But I also have never. I just think that all of them are easier to say whatever you want from anywhere from like fifty to mm-hmm. a couple hundred because mm-hmm. I just up to five hundred max. I don't think you should ever spend more. Holly, honestly, like five, three to five hundred on a vendor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unless yep. unless they like really knocks your socks off, or you're in another somewhere besides fucking BFE minnesota bumfuck egypt but oh i was gonna say i've never heard <laughs> bfe really you never heard bfe no i usually just say bumfuck of nowhere like or bumfuck in the middle of nowhere i don't know where that even started but i always say bfe, BFE. and bumfuck like, egypt i don't know why but <laughs> yeah yeah just the middle of good old minnesota yeah now that you were saying bfe i was thinking like bde but that doesn't play into anything that we're talking about. <laughs> nope. Um, okay. And then there's a bunch of like miscellaneous random vendors like your cake artist, your florist artist, the person that did your stationery. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know what else. There well, I think for really. stationery, that a lot of people are going to like Shutterfly and then things yeah. like that. And it's like, no, like they're not. It's not a person. It's These are people that are like specifically a part of your day, except instead of like that where it can be like is online and yeah. there's not an individual actually doing anything for you. There are still some stationary artists though in town. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but I don't know how, how often like it, you have to have a budget to go to somebody to like actually like build your right. stuff right. like that. But, mm-hmm. And then but you they, should tip them. But they always do an incredible job. So yeah, I think any of those, uh, yeah, I think that a either if it's like a cake or something, you could just do a percentage, you know, of something. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, if you have a connection with them and you can send them something, then yeah. send them just a gift card or money, a little bit of something, or just a small gift. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or support their business every single year on your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Buy flowers from that florist every single year. Like supporting yeah. them in ways that are it's going to work better for that company in the long run mm-hmm. is going to be more beneficial to them yeah. than for sure. a small gift or something. Yeah, I don't know. definitely. So I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple other thoughts quick. Sorry, I should have said something and then you started counting. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other ways you can support your vendors mm-hmm. that do not include money Mon- yeah monetary value money gifts anything like that is fucking write reviews mm-hmm. unless they're bad then don't write reviews. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but, but yeah like, 
it's, there's Google. never a good time to write a review because either right after when you're saying like when vendors are giving you the information or like saying thank you for working with you hope you have yeah. a great time in your honeymoon like you're on your honeymoon you're gonna yeah. you're back to normal like you're not ready to write a review yeah and then you haven't processed your wedding day yet right so it's a hard yeah of when to do it but just like try and carve out some time to do it because mm-hmm. that actually means more probably to us just for that's the way that like for our venues we can get repeat business is that you can write that so that other mm-hmm. couples can see it and book us one thing too with writer reviews like on the knot dot on the knot dot com mm-hmm. um so long as your business gets 10 reviews in mm-hmm. one calendar year from like X amount of time to X amount of time. Till like October. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. So from like January or November to October or January mm-hmm. to October, mm-hmm. that business, if they have over 10, is going to become one of the Knots Hall of, of Fame or best of. Yeah. yeah. And when you're a not best of, you are higher up on their list. And when you like are that. best of, you're yeah, higher you're up on the list. Yep. Yeah. Or if you pay them enough money. Yeah. Um, but... So that that helps. Or you just get that Google. plaque and they send it to you and you're like, cool, now I can advertise this and market that I am best. Or yeah. they give you like a little badge you can put on your marketing yep. materials. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it's the so hardest fucking that. thing to get people to do it. You have yeah. so many weddings in a year and I don't know, like it's so hard, so hard to like keep on re- reaching out and reaching out and be like, can you please mm-hmm. write a review? Yeah. You only well, want to ask once. Yeah, exactly. Let's say you do 50 weddings in a year that's 50 reviews every single year on google and the knot and wedding wire mm-hmm. that you could be getting and and if you have 50 weddings a year you probably only get 10 or under because 100 oh, they don't always <laughs> they're, yeah. they and it's not because they don't want to or they didn't appreciate uh, People you forget it's yeah couples get busy and wedding planning's over and they're done wedding planning mm-hmm. and this is one thing that after the i do there's still some work to do Mm. put that one on a t-shirt yeah (laughs) we gotta get stickers (laughs) i was trying to be creative yesterday this Um, is my to-do glass (laughs) i I said i do now to do fill this wine (laughs) yeah fill this wine i was trying to be creative yesterday with chris on some things and he was not impressed so Mm. this is not my forte We'll have to ask him his thoughts when he comes back on the pod. Yes, which will probably be soon. Good. Um, okay. And then the last thing I was going to say is share your motherfucking photos. Mm-hmm. Share them. And tag us. Yes. Tag us. Let us post you because mm-hmm. we benefit so graciously mm-hmm. from being able to share your pictures. Like right. it's so hard. And like I am never going to be the one that's going to screenshot from like Facebook or something because one, Facebook distorts all the quality of your photos. Um, So I want those. I want the real photos. I want everything because it's going to look better. And like, Mm -hmm. why don't you want to be promoted on like your wedding venues page? But this is one and one for the photographers is that like I appreciate and photographers so much because like the day of try to like, you know, talk to them, see Mm -hmm. what they need, see what I need, because then they will be the ones that send it to us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we can, especially if we know the photographer, but also like if we, if you know that you're getting a photographer from the cities or it's their first time in this area or something like kind of keep that in mind to connect them with your venue or for us or other vendors that would want that Mm -hmm. because they might need, we need it. Yeah. Well, and there's no harm in like, Especially like vendors to vendors, because I know we have some mm-hmm. vendors that look at or like listen to this podcast. It's helping us support you. Right. Like I have 2,400 followers on Instagram or however many, like mm-hmm. that's 2,400 people that could potentially see 
your work. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I expect the same, like you take us on like the wedding day, let me help you. And I do try to like take like behind the scenes stuff and like with the photographer in there and been like, Mm -hmm. yeah, see what I did for you. Mm -hmm. Can you please repel the therapist? Also like, I really like this couple. I want to share them. I want to do this. And right. so, right. And that's what couples see that will help them know like, oh, um, am I going to get featured when I have my yeah. wedding there? Or if I have my wedding with you or like you're my, I'm your photographer and like you guys. So it just, everyone, everyone reaps the benefit. Yes. Yep. Well, and then you get to see Is ideas reap too. Reap or reek? Reap, reap, reek. Reap, reap, reap the benefit, reek the benefit. I don't know. Somebody, somebody in a text message today saying like, they're like, I'm not going to set any booby traps. And then they're like, is it booby or booty? And I'm like, oh, booty. my booty. Boob. Booby. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But I, it was weird. Let's reap. Reap. I'm going to reap the rewards. I'm going to reap the rewards. Which is what I said, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Roll the clip. <laughs> um, but yeah. That wraps up some hopefully... <laughs> educational helpful information when you're wedding planning and tipping yes. and to keep it in mind when budgeting yes but again we did the research so you do not have to mm-hmm. that's gonna just start i i put that in like the tagline last week of like the episode i'm like we did yeah. the research on honeymoon destination so you don't have to and i'm like oh, this might be our new thing <laughs> we watched this movie so you, you didn't have, have to <laughs> yeah that's what we might have we're gonna have chris on at some point because and we, we know gonna, how much you guys love him yeah and uh, we are going to watch a movie and then do like a recap on it maybe mm-hmm. and uh, see, I don't know, it'll be one that everyone's already seen, but we'll watch it so you don't have to. Yeah. But Would also, you guys like to know our opinions on that? Let us know. They didn't care for The Bachelor at once, so. Yeah, but if it's like a wedding planner. Oh, yeah. With like oh, my gosh, yes. J-Lo. <gasps> yeah. And Matthew McConaughey. Mm. Right. And Justin Chambers from Grey's Anatomy didn't realize that was him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm um yeah i'm excited that'll be fun we have been trying to set up some more um interviews or yeah having a third uh, having a guest on um but the the weather has really done us dirty so you've been stuck with us too so thanks for listening um our deepest condolences (laughs) we will hopefully keep on having new vendors on we because of like the timing um we have been hoping to have certain people on at certain times of the year and it's not necessarily panning out exactly how we want it Mm -hmm. so we might still have them on but then it might just be a little bit delayed so forgive us on that but this will still be helpful for anyone going through it Mm -hmm. regardless of what time of year it is also really just suck that like the holidays are literally on the weekend so like every time that we planned on recording there's been a snowstorm or like Mm -hmm. family shit like so it sucks that like it's like there's not like more Tuesdays in the, I know, in right? the week. Like I, I need know. three Tuesdays. Mm-hmm, I wish. Um, but so yes. But also next week. We are going in the holidays for this week and next week and so. So we have decided that we are going to take a little break for the holiday mm-hmm. and come back to you in the beginning of the year. Yeah. So we're literally only taking like a one week break. We're going to have so much to talk about. Hopefully. Because I'll have gone to a bachelorette party in Nashville. What are you doing for New Year's? No plan. (laughs) So Megan will have a lot to talk about. (laughs) You'll find something. We don't have an event either. So I will literally be doing uh, nothing. You'll find something to do. Always. We'll probably get like a Snapchat or something of you and Nick like slow dancing in the living room singing to like Luke Combs. Probably. 
Hopefully. Looking can only forward, help. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all, folks. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to like jump in and be like, you always do that. And I never know, but if you are, I was looking at you, but I also can't look at your wallpaper because it makes me so nauseous. This <laughs> spot sucks sitting in. <laughs> so I have to like stare at you. Yeah, um, I am Megan on Instagram. I would love to get up to 800 followers on Instagram before the end of the year. So Ooh, follow me, bitches. Me too. Let's try. Uh, I'm Ooh. Cynthia at Cynthia Strasser. How many followers do you have? I don't know, but not quite. I mean, I think we have like, somewhat the same i have 700 and some hmm, cute okay L- get us there please um <laughs> and we will see you in the new year happy new year check, check please, please.